You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast this week. It's You Up with Nikki Glazer, the podcast edition. As always, we do have a uh, show on Sirius XM that this is being pulled from. Every morning, two hours, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 12 Eastern. If you have Sirius, you can hear us there live every morning. Or if you're in a rental car, why don't you turn us on? Channel 95. Uh, Tom Takar is with me right now recording That's this podcast. Right. What's up, Tom? I'm the Slumdog Thousandaire. I'm good. I'm uh, fun. I'm flirty. What a week it shows we had this was a great oh, what time a great week and uh we got to get through these quickly because you got a personal trainer to go That's to right. like, i gotta uh, get i'm getting jacked so i can finally uh, fight my stepdad <laughs> <laughs> i always whenever i uh used to go to a personal trainer i would do the thing with the ropes you know where yes. you hold onto the ropes and I you love like that. hit them back and forth uh-huh. and we always called that the fuck you dad uh <laughs> workout because you just get really mad at whoever you want to in your life and slam those ropes and it's very motivating so yeah. um oh yeah for the christmas spirit uh, i'm gonna pretend i'm uh, santa claus and i'm 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 doing the sleigh and those are my reindeer that i'm beating to drive me around. That'll be that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, I never really thought of it um the the Christmas from an ethical standpoint of like those reindeer are being I bet PETA is not okay with those reindeer, <laughs> the mythical reindeer yeah. being put to work all Christmas. I mean, they have so much, so many distances to travel, and then they're just chilling on a roof while Santa's like rummaging around and in you some, never, someone's house. And you never see them eating. And they get cold. Yeah, he yeah gets you never cookies see- and milk. They're probably, you know, they're not getting paid for this. No, they're not, and, and they're playing all those reindeer games, and they're not. But they're bullies, though, because they don't include Rudolph. You know, right? That's true. I really, I, my big advocacy issue this year is going to be reindeer bullying. <laughs> I just think it should end. Um, we should stop nose shaming reindeers. And uh, hey, this week of shows was so much fun. Our first um, clip that we're going to start with is with Andrew Collin and Joe Zimmerman, two great friends of the show, and we got into talking about how um. Girls and uh, me especially, I need more compliments, and I um I demanded them, and I asked Joe and Andrew what they thought about that, and then Joe got into talking to us about uh, what he does to prepare for a first date. Really, really funny conversation. Enjoy it. I will say that you're right. You guys aren't wrong that, um, and I just said this before you got here, Joe, it's like, I don't think the men are the problem. I think I'm the problem. I think I'm the common denominator who chooses men who don't sure. compliment me. Why do I have so guys many who stories of men you. who yeah. don't compliment me when I'm flooded with DMs of very nice things? And I don't mean to be that being braggy. I just think that like I get DMs from guys all the time saying the nicest thing yeah, like, about nice pussy my whore. body and my face and like yeah, <laughs> nice <laughs> pussy whore, <laughs> nice nipples. That was a text. <laughs> but, but, but but Nikki, do you see how you're contradicting yourself and encouraging yeah. guys not to compliment you because you're attracted I know, that's to the I'm guys saying. that aren't complimenting I'm the you. problem. I don't mean to I want the guys that don't give compliments to start complimenting and I want the guys that give too many compliments to pull back a little okay, bit. Okay, but the guy that's not complimenting, when you get the compliment you lose, how does gonna, it feel? You're going to start losing lo- the interest. No, I feel freaking love Okay, it. because but then he cuz he falls back. But then if he turned into that guy of yeah, yeah, yeah. compliments. I think if he over, if he started overdoing it. it. I, I don't know. So much. <laughs> I would Hard love it tell. so 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 much. So um, you, you like no compliments up top and then a lot as you get to know him. Mm, uh, yes, I think so. Like <laughs> I would like I like to know that a guy's into me obviously from the get-go and like 
but I think that it's maybe it's more interesting to me when they make like little sly comments where you can be like, oh, he's attracted to me or like he sees me in that light or like he like if I'm going on a date with someone like you should say if you're going on a date with a girl and you're like meeting a girl compliment her immediately like that's goes you look very nice that can be as simple as that um to put it in that like not friend zone kind of thing or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um but then I, I yeah i just think that i mean noah like you've been in relationships where you don't do you, do you feel like in your like uh, most recent kind of things guys have given you enough compliments no <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what about during sex? Not enough. Yeah. I, just, I, yeah. I mean, like, they, you know, like, I guess it's more like a physical thing, but I, like, for me, it's just like, okay, are you just touching me because you just want to grope something? Like, it needs to be more, um, like, I guess from the Women heart. Women want to feel specifically desired. Yes. Like, right. not that you just like a hot lady. Not like I love tits. Y- it's it's like you. Yours. Yeah. It's you. I want you. I want no one else in this room. I want you. You're the hottest person I've ever could even. No one else in this. How many people are in the room? There's just posters like, on like, the wall. Like, you know, like if a guy's into you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, um, I don't want her or him or that guy in the, looking through the window. <laughs> you pull out your Instagram. I don't want any of these people. Yeah, you. Yeah. But, like, fishing for compliments does not feel good. But it's it's definitely something I've done before, where I, you know it's like where you walk like I've I have a joke about it where I used to like walk around naked in front of my ex boyfriend like waiting for him to like look up from his phone just so he would throw me a compliment because he would if I was naked he would always say something really nice and one time he looked up from his phone I have a bit about this and he just goes body. And then looked back at his phone, and I, that was like I was like, "All right, this is the beginning of the end." He just said "body," didn't like say anything else. And the joke I do is like, "That's what you say if you find a body, not like if yeah. you find a body attractive. Like you just if you are it, stand by me, they go, you want to see a dead body? Yeah, that's the way that I felt. Corpse, the corpse. Um, <laughs> but being being pawed at all the time seems nice too. I've never had that." Or like just being, um, but then again, I haven't had it because I'm not attracted to it probably out of the gate. So I'm, again, men, I am the problem. Yeah, you want to feel like you earned it. I think for, I think for a sincere compliment, for sincere compliments from guys, I think the guy feels a little vulnerable giving the sincere compliment. Yes. So he's giving that vulnerability. So, and if he's, and if he's just, but if he's not a sincere guy, then it's easy to give compliments. You know sure. I mean? Yes. Yes. I love giving compliments, and yeah. I t- and without wanting to get one back, I like giving compliments. Because if someone's like so hot and you're attracted to them, I'd be like, I would want to know this. So I guess it is for me. I'm like, <laughs> I would want to know if the way I feel about how hot this guy is, he like needs to hear it. And so I say it, and then a lot of times those guys don't need to hear it. They like they either know or they don't care. Like it's not important. To no, them. it feels good for guys. Yeah. Well, you it. because your love language is is compliments for sure. Yeah. You like to feel attractive. We were just talking about this during the break. Andrew and I were talking about how like men just don't think about their looks as much as what. Like what were you saying, Andrew? I just think feel like the older I get, the less I care about how attractive I am. Yeah. Like, and like I know I'm depreciating my hair, my re- 
hair is receding. I'm having gray in my beard. I have back hair. I mean, if I thought about all that, I'd fucking be miserable. Yeah. But like in the grand schemes of what is attractive. Right. But then it's like you learn to just be like, all right, that's who I am. But if you have a date, like what are you doing extra to your looks to like look as good as possible? For, or if you're going to, if you're coming into studio and there's going to be some supermodel as our guest too, Brooke Burke is going to, what did you do the morning you met Brooke Burke is my question. <laughs> I put on finally a clean pair of underwear. Okay. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I put uh, product in my hair. Yeah. I didn't wear a hat. Okay. I shaved a little bit on my neck. I shaved my neck. You trimmed up. You I trimmed just my neck. To look nicer. And okay. I wore my best sweater. Okay. Sweatshirt. And uh, and uh, wore jeans and uh, my shoes that give me a little lift, you know? <laughs> a little boost. <laughs> a little boost. <laughs> In the height. Yeah. This, is, this, this is what Andrew did. Yeah. For I feel like bar. a lot of guys, I mean, what what would you guys do? What would you yeah, wear? Yeah, men you're, you're, on the other end, what would you guys do? If you're trying to impress a woman, do you put a button down on? Put on my six inch lifts. Oh, and... yeah. <laughs> I have one, yeah, I have one shirt that, um... <laughs> Okay. I have this one is shirt. Ridiculous. So Joe, Joe, Joe if you have your date, date shirt. Has a date shirt. I'm sure it's the same as his. It's date his golf shirt, shirt too. I have yeah. one shirt that I got at Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> that uh, that one person told me that when I wear it, I come across like a swinger. <laughs> a golf swinger. And I'm Joe. like, and I'm like, if there's a shirt that can make me look like a swinger, <laughs> then this is a good shirt. What is this shirt? What does this shirt look like? Is it the one that I saw you in like a couple weeks ago and complimented? See? Yeah, See? it's a good shirt. That's a fine shirt. Is that, the, is that the shirt that you when you asked Joe to join your relationship? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Joe, are you on Thrinder or whatever? Yeah. And then he looked at Tom. He's like, I like that wolf shirt, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Tom I mean, was like that wolf shirt. <laughs> he mentioned that his bumble girlfriend liked my comedy. Yes, that is nice. true. Oh shit, I did set this. Up. It does yeah, seem yeah. like I was oh trying to bang you. Oh my god, <laughs> Wait, swinger, <are> you? <laughs> swinger time! <laughs> yeah, so there's one go-to shirt. Well, what about a second date, Joe? What are you gonna wear on that? <laughs> Never happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta go back to Nordstrom. Second date. Yeah. Second date. I go. I go. Um, I go cozy. I go Christmas sweater, <laughs> just to show I have a different look. You know, I can be a swinger yeah. and I can be a Christmas sweater you know, in March. <laughs> Yeah, you're sweating a lot. They're like, oh, is this guy is this guy a swinger or like a sweet sweet man? It's hard to tell. He's a sweater. Next up on the show is from Tuesday's show. Uh, this is from our show with Mike Baldwin, comedian Mike Baldwin, and comedian Carlisle Forster, Queen of Squirt Nation. And this is one where we talk about sleeping with friends. Platonically, in a bed right. together yes, sometimes. Not, the, not and, uh, the sexual way. Not the sexual sleeping, like literally sleeping next to friends, which I admitted I had done to many a uh, frustrated male friend in my life and just been like, let's just share a bed, not realizing that it's kind of torturous. And they're like, does she like me or not? And they're waiting for our ankles to touch. And, you know, I've been there before too. Uh, it's a fun discussion. To be <laughs> yeah, so anything. Funny. She's snoring. Does that mean <laughs> she's. She likes me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's that, guys. Check it out. You are. But no, Carl, to Carlisle's, um, what's the word? To your credit, um, 
is so nice of you to just let this guy who you only know through the radio, they've never met in person. And oh, she was I didn't like, Yeah, he can stay at my place. We'd never met in person, but wow. we talk all the time. Yeah, you guys talk on Instagram, you yeah, send each other videos. Friends. Yes. Um and she let him sleep in her bed. You have do you have a king or a queen? Of course. It's just a double. You have oh. a double bed? Yeah. <laughs> so it's smaller than a queen. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So you and Andrew were sleeping in a double bed together. You guys were like hanging out yesterday. He was sending me pictures of you eating pizza. Yeah. So the only thing I have to watch about Andrew is that he has been, <laughs> this is going to sound creepy, videoing me whenever I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because like if do I'm that. doing something funny and then he takes like an Insta story, but he always shows me before he posts that's, anything. That's his rule for me. I go, I go, you can video me anytime you want. I like content. I like being filmed. Yeah. But you always got to review it with me before you post it. That's the rule. The rule does not extend to him for me. Like, I can post <laughs> whatever I want, and he knows it because he works for me. Um, but he, did you guys did not share a bed two nights ago because we you spent the night out. We haven't shared a bed yet, technically, because I spent the night out. And then last night, he had sets. I went to bed at literally 9 p.m., and he came and crawled into bed. I didn't even notice. Okay, so you shared part of the night together. Yeah, I just woke up this morning and I was just like, oh, there's, there's Andrew. Andrew sleeping next to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was so cool of you because you're like, it's so fun. Listen, when we're in our 20s, sleeping in the same bed as someone like making it work when when you're all broke and well, you're I'm just still trying in my to... 20s. So, oh, that's right, <laughs> you kids. Well, you know how you are in your 20s when you... it's good that you're still acting like you're <laughs> right. the way you are, right? Um. But I used to do that all the time, you know, when I would visit L.A. or visit New York, I would stay at my friend's house and, like, sleep in their bed. And sometimes those guys were friends. And even the guy that you stayed at his place three, two nights ago, mm-hmm. who you were, at, originally you were going to sleep with now, out of revenge. Who wants to go out on a date with me now. Yes, he likes you. He liked you then. You know, he likes you. Um, you went over to his place and you just slept in his bed next to him and nothing happened. And it's so funny because that same person, I used to do that too all <laughs> the time when I lived in Los Angeles. He's a comedian, a good friend, and we never had like a romantic spark, but I would sleep in a bed next to him all- and he must have been so frustrated because we had a good time together. I think he probably liked me and I'm like, what were you doing to that guy? Like, just because yeah. you didn't want to sleep on his couch? Like, that, that was really it. I just didn't want to sleep on, like, a gross couch. And so I was like, can I have the bed? You can sleep in it, too. I don't care. Because I genuinely didn't care. Yeah. But I've slept with so many men platonically in beds, and um, and, and, and including Mike Baldwin. When did we sleep together? I think it was uh, Next to each other. the last comic standing thing in Chicago. Wait. Oh, yes. That's right. So uh, when I auditioned for Last Comic Standing in 2006, I drove a van with Mike Baldwin, who you're listening to on radio today, and, and seven other Kansas seven City other comics. dudes, and, and, and we all it was rented fun. A van. We had fun, it was so fun. But yeah, Mike and I shared a bed that trip, and um, yeah, I mean, has this happened to a lot to you in your life with like girlfriends that you might have a thing for and you're like, oh, maybe something's happening and then you go to sleep and you're like, oh, she's just like going to sleep. She's just sleeping. Yeah. But yeah. then I've also had the opposite happen uh, recently, actually, where it's like, uh, like, oh, we can all share a room and, and the girl's like, I'll just sleep with Mike. No big deal. And I'm like, yeah, just whatever. No big deal. And then, you know, she gets closer and closer. And I'm like, oh, so it's this way. Okay. All right. Right. I, I can play that game. 
Yeah, and then it happens. I mean, and then it and well, and then not, it happens. Well, there's uh, there were other people in the room too, so oh. it was like it was one of those things where the other person in the room Ooh. was like, "Can you guys stop giggling and making squishing noises?" And I'm like, "There's <laughs> well, no squishing noises. Like you're just that's hearing really those." Funny. That seems like one of those things that happens on like uh, reality shows where it just says, and then it'll squishing. be like a squish. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> that's so true. Yeah, I've um. I, I, there's first of all, I used to actually role play that scenario with my ex 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 boyfriend, where he <laughs> called me on it and was like, "Is there a guy you want to do this with?" Because there definitely was. It was like a platonic friend that I just I was like, "Let's pretend like we're sleeping in a bed next to each other and we don't like." It was a boyfriend. It was my boyfriend, and so I was yeah. like, "Let's pre- let's role play that we're like." were scared to like make a first move. Like I wanted to get back to that like heat right before the first yes. moment. That is so exciting where you like maybe touch a leg uh, under a table or in under the sheets or whatever and then it like leads to like Just a some light sneaky fingering under the sheets. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I was hanging out with a guy recently and um I was like so frustrated that he wasn't making a move because we've like hooked up before and I showed up there and there was another person in the room with us, but like they weren't even paying attention to us. They were like watching TV. And um, as soon as the friend like went in another room, I was like, what is going on? Are you going to like make a move? And he's like, do you want me to finger you in front of this guy? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I want a sneaky fingering so bad. I think there's nothing hotter than like when other people don't know something's going on. Does that? Did do you? Are of you guys? Gonna... Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's why I, I, I like like love a, it. I like like a car fingering where it's like we're oh. on the road and it's like yeah. other people are kind yes. of around. But yeah, yeah. or I um, a taxi cab. I mean, that's the uh. ultimate. You know, there's like someone in the car with yeah. you and squish. Yeah, I've squish, done that squish. before, and then I felt guilty a little bit the next day. Oh, really? Just because I was like, ah, oh, that guy was up there. Like, he's probably like, God damn, but I'm trying to work. That's the best part of his day. I'm I know that's like work. me being like, <laughs> they they want it, but like, I gotta think if I'm driving around a car all day and someone a guy gets in and there's like some sexual stuff going on in the back seat, I'm gonna be like, Ugh. like as long yeah. as it doesn't get fluids anywhere as long yeah. as it doesn't get on me yeah but yeah. fluids are gonna go somewhere there's gonna be a fluid in that car at what Ooh, you know yeah. right uh, i think it's yeah. a fluid a singular fluid and that's why you swallow <laughs> so you don't deal with well, i don't fluid. mean that there's cum. <laughs> like i just mean like residue <laughs> like i'm not gonna oh. come in the car that was Carlisle Forrester and Mike Baldwin. Next up, we have Wednesday's show, which was with Rich Voss and Jake Weissman from Corporate on Comedy Central. Uh, we got into some talk about anxiety and free will, which I'm like obsessed with right now, and I don't really even understand it. So when I try to describe it, it's just painful. Uh, hopefully, that's not what this is going to be, but... I'm just so obsessed with it right now. Like, I, I don't know. You know when you just get, you read a book and you just can't stop talking about whatever you're reading and then that that's what I am about free will right now. Do you, are you interested in free will, Tom? I had like a long thing with this, what, like uh, in my like mid 20s and then I just oh, let wow. it go because I was like, there's no, there's no, to me, for me right now, there's no point in thinking about it because I really, I think like there's nothing you can do with that information. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just stuck in it. 
But it's it's I mean it's something really interesting to think about definitely. No, but yeah, and I I do get that that that's like why I think about it because there's nothing I can do about it. But I think that the point is that once you finally accept it, there's like a lot of freedom on the other side. Sure. Of it. So there is something to do about it. But I don't know what that thing is yet because I haven't finished the book. I rarely finish books. I just like learn about. I le- read like the foreword, and I'm like, I got it. <laughs> so, um, and but that's what free will has determined that I should do. It's not up to me that I didn't finish that book, and that's what I've learned. So, check out this discussion about anxiety and free will uh, with Rich Voss and Jake Weisman. My daughter's 11. We here's what the deal. We had because I'm going to get a new place. We have a two bedroom place, but I'm going to get a three bedroom. But we watch our movie together in in our bedroom, mm. so my kid right. doesn't know. And she's eleven. If you're anyhow, banging or not? Yeah. And and please, once uh, twice a month, she's going. <laughs> oh, is it happening? All right. Right. All right. she has to do is look in my medicine cabinet and see the blue pills are not are the same are the same amount as they were a week ago. Oh my God! You could see how many times you've I had know. sex by counting I, the blue pills. I, That's I, hilarious. I, I, I'm telling you, I used to go on the road with three condoms and come home with four. I stink. <laughs> I'm such a <laughs> Jesus, take Drem and Voss is talking. Put on your cummerbunds. Speaking of sleep, uh, Jake Weissman is here uh, from the TV show Corporate, uh, one of the co-creators, co-stars of Corporate. And um, you got one hour of sleep last night. Dude. Yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, I know you had to get up early for this, but why did you not get to bed until 5 a.m.? Are you able to sleep? Oh, yeah. Big time. Melatonin, baby. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. I feel like I overdo. I have to, like, alternate between, like, Z-Quil and melatonin and the Ambien and stuff. And then so. Because you never want to overdo any of them because your body adjusts to it. Yes. So you just feel constantly in a in a haze all the time. Man, I n- I'm so lucky that I've never had trouble sleeping because it seems really really terrible. How do you, what I don't understand is for comics who just suffer from anxiety. Like Rich you said you sleep 4 hours a yeah. night. Like I totally relate to that. If you I'm constantly anxious all the time, how do you shut that off I can't, before going to sleep? Well, I've had anxiety mm-hmm. since I was 20 and uh I just I I just have to pass out. You know, cuz well, I Let me let me just back up here a little bit. Beep, beep, beep. Um, that's the backup truck sound. Okay. <laughs> so, wait a second. I, I, when people say anxiety, I just think it's it just runs the gamut so much from, like, I'm worried about dying to my anxiety is, like, I'm worried about animals dying and the planet exploding and um, an earthquake happening. Like, when I'm in L.A., I'm, I'm, I have anxiety about earthquakes. I'm like... And not even about dying in an earthquake, like literally being inconvenienced by an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Like I can't take a nap today if there's an earthquake and like at the door hinge, like I can't open the door because things are rattled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of like the destruction and like having blood all over me and being like, ah, I'm an earthquake. But like I can't like go to lunch with my friend later on today if there's an earthquake in LA. Okay. So that's what I stress out about. And Rich, how does your if you're not taking well, anxiety meds, what are going to be no, the thoughts that plague you? Well, no, we're, no, here's we're just... a different thing. Sorry, about getting anxiety for something or living or having anxiety. Like anxiety, which I have, and 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 sometimes I have to take medication. Uh, uh, is your body starts racing? You feel disconnected or outside of yourself. That's when it's real bad. When it's on the close to panic, uh, it's just the racing. When 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 I'm overloaded, I could get anxiety, uh, seasonal anxiety in the winter. Uh, I get. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, 
I'm not getting anxiety because I think there's going to be an earthquake or a tornado. I mm-hmm. just live with anxiety. Sometimes right. it, I don't feel it. Sometimes I do. You know, you know it, it comes you know and goes. You know what's weird is that, is that I actually think that something like an earthquake actually almost calms me down and focuses me because then there's a tangible thing I have to overcome. So if there's an issue, you just have to deal with it. But when there's no issue and there's just this open space to live inside, that's when there's infinite anxiety because anything can happen, anything can go wrong, any any interaction can make you feel insecure or bad about yourself. But if there's an earthquake, it's like, okay, let's get to safety. And so I actually like when problems happen because then my whole life can be focused on that. Okay, that makes sense. That's why I'm saying it's like so different for every person, but we just talk about anxiety like, oh, I have anxiety and you just kind of project whatever you're well, struggling with onto whoever mm-hmm. that is. Like Andrew yeah. Collins struggles with he like he'll start uh my friend Andrew like when he gets anxiety or like a near panic attack, he thinks that he's choking on something. Mm-hmm. Like he'll imagine a dust particle in his throat and then he thinks his throat's going to th- close up. And then he thinks he's going to die and he's not going to be able to breathe. And then that causes a panic attack. So it always starts with like a, a, a dust, a, like a, a health thing that spirals. Mine, so like what's yours, Mine Jake? is like, let's say I'm trying to go to sleep. It's like whenever I start to get tired now, I just I put on like the eye mask and I try to like, yeah. like, t- like turn off all the lights, go to sleep whenever it hits me. It could be 9 p.m., could be uh, midnight, whenever. Whenever it is, I'm like, okay, let's let's capture this. We have 15 minutes here to try and get it. But then I close my eyes and I start thinking about every potential human interaction I could have the next day and how I could be hurt by it or I could hurt them by it or how it could be awkward. Or I think about relationships I had in the past where I said something that was misinterpreted, but now they think I'm an asshole or anything that could possibly happen or has happened that I, that where I was not perfect, I just think about. And then it's like three in the morning already and Mm -hmm. I'm tossing and turning and can't stop thinking about it because it's like, then you then you try okay don't think about it but the more you try to not think about it then you're only thinking about it right and it's just anxiety 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 about everything that went wrong and so and i don't know why i'm beyond exhausted it's like 10 straight nights of this but you're still so tired it's very it's funny though but it does drive you into a hallucinatory state that you're constantly in where almost every interaction is very weird and very funny yeah, I mean, you're a weird guy who enjoys those awkward moments and like likes uh, I think capitalizes on your experiences with people that are like you 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 make comedy about awkward situations. So, it seems funny to me that you are plagued by these thoughts as well. Like you couldn't just go, "Oh, it's made me who I am and it's kind of a good like I'm trying to think of and we were just talking on the break about free will, which I've been become obsessed with since mm-hmm. uh, listening to Sam Harris's podcast. And I didn't even know free will was up for debate. I didn't know. <laughs> I literally am so stupid. I didn't even know there was an argument against free will that it people, doesn't exist. I think most people are that way. Yeah, like most people think that like, okay, whatever you're doing right now, you chose to do that. Well, guess what? You didn't. Mm-hmm. You have not chosen anything. Everything in your life is either happening at random or... Or it's predetermined by something that you have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's like you're a computer put into a situation, yes. and then it's just the You think that you might grab this coffee cup and throw it across the room, which I just did. Okay, but guess what? I did not know that I was going to do that. I'd, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could have said I was going to do it, but it... It, it, and if you got to listen to Sam Harris talk about free will, because he will teach you that you have none. Everything you do is not up to you. Nothing. Yeah, it's do. on YouTube. Yeah, but it's like just Sam Harris free will. It's so that- good, and it's made me feel so free 
because I cannot change the way I'm going to, whatever, like when I'm, right now I'm like anxious about men in my life. Like I just am like, want a relationship or I don't want one. I don't even know. But it's like what I'm focusing on mostly right now is like boys. And it's given me so much more freedom in in this to be like, ah, it's going to happen the way it's going to happen and I have no control over it. So stop trying to control it. So I really, I recommend looking into free will and how we have none because it's given me more freedom actually. Yeah, I just think people are lucky or unlucky. I mean, and I don't think they're always aware of the ways in which they're lucky or unlucky. I mean, it's similar to if you get accused of a crime you didn't commit and then get put in jail um, because of that, you're unlucky. It's similar to whether your pilot goes or not. Yeah. It's very it's very similar. It's like you don't really have much control over it. It's it's pretty random. It's it's you're lucky if you're attractive, you're lucky if you are really funny or maybe you're unlucky if you're really funny or all that stuff but i just yeah. think it, it's all kind of like just this mini tragedy playing out that is often hilarious because you can't because you're constantly thinking no i do have control of this i can better myself and either you can or you can't but you don't really have any clue no and he proves that you don't have free will by doing this exercise where yeah. he goes um think of all the movies that you of all the movies you've seen in your life okay pick one you don't have to say it out loud, but pick one. You can do this, listeners, you can do this right now with me. Pick one movie out of all the movies you've seen in your life. Pick one. Okay. So um, what if you, uh, let's say uh, When Harry Met Sally, okay, is Whoa, what I would what pick. that's what I was just thinking. That's crazy. Whoa. Okay, that's crazy. Well, let me say, let me pick Avatar, okay, just because you <laughs> oh, didn't shit, think I was that thinking one time. That. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shut up. <laughs> Now, most one. of you, I haven't even seen Avatar, but let's say that most of us have seen Avatar. You didn't think of Avatar. It didn't even enter into your brain. You've seen Avatar. That's one of the choices that you were given because you were given the choice of any movie you've seen. Yet you were not able to go, Avatar, no, I'm not going to pick that one. It wasn't even, it, you weren't even given that option just now when you decided on a movie to go no to Avatar, I'm not going to pick that one, even though it's a movie you've seen. So you don't have the option to choose all of the things that you that you are consciously able to choose. Your brain just goes and chooses something for you, and you have no control over it. And you can say, no, I chose When Harry Met Sally because I sought it out, and I considered the other ones, and I chose When Harry Met Sally. No, it just popped into your brain, and you did not control that at all. So that is the breakdown of pretty much everything you do. Yeah. It, you can't even, you can't, of all the, like, you you can't decide what you're going to choose, yeah, ever. Yeah. I think about it a lot when I'm on stage and I'm riffing or I'm talking to an audience member or someone heckles me and I have to respond. Like, there are certain tricks you can do. You can repeat what they said or, or, or have them say it again and then say it to the crowd. But still, you have to kind of get lucky in the moment and hope that your brain what, whatever that vessel is, the words come to you to say the thing to make it seem effortless yeah. and like you're not scared at all. It's all luck. Yeah, it is. And it's I think about it no, all the time in that moment. That's that's true. That's not luck because that that's just from years of doing it and, and, it's, right. and it's a muscle. Like you have free will, you threw that coffee cup, okay? But someone that doesn't have free will that's going to clean up that coffee cup, they know they got to clean <laughs> it up. Okay. Well, so, they and, might... They might not clean it up. They might their day might take them in a way that they don't get to clean it up because they're on their way to work to clean up my coffee cup and they uh, get sideswiped. And closing out the show this week is a really fun episode from Thursday's show with Connor Delahanty and Ben Glebe. Ben is a regular on the show, and uh, I was just asking him about his relationship status 
which um, I couldn't believe he's in a relationship. Yeah, we I were just shocked didn't see this, this coming. This girl he was dating, I was like, how did she lock it down? How did she get you to be her boyfriend? It just seems like that's such a hard transition to make for women. And uh, and I had some questions, so we we got into it. Check it out. This is Ben Glebe and Connor Delahanty with me and Tom Takar. You uh, let's talk about dating. Ben Glebe, what's going on with your dating life? I have a girlfriend. You do? I do. Oh, my God. Wow. What? How? Who? Locked what? Up. Thank you so much. Uh, the girl I've been dating for a while, and I finally locked it up. Okay. And nice. uh, she's really cool. And uh, How did she get you to lock it up? What's going on? Um, she and, just, and was it just like fun and fancy free at first? Yeah, I mean, it still is. She just was like so cool and so nice and supportive and nice and sweet and caring and yeah. very sexy and just an incredible, lovely person. And I just thought like, I don't think you can do better than this. Yeah, that's I even, great. I didn't even think of it from that from that frame. I was just like, this girl's like dope, and I want. I don't want to lose her. Can I ask a couple questions about your relationship? Sure. And you can choose not to answer any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, how long were you guys uh, hanging out before you were like, okay, let's make this official? A long time, like like seven months. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And you were both seeing other people during that time. We were supposed to be allowed to do that, but you weren't <laughs> really. <doing> that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are laughing. You know? Yes. Um. Uh, we. I, I was earlier, but towards the end, I was not. Yeah. Towards the end, you were not. Yeah. Um. I'm only asking not to be like, were you sleeping with other people where you were seeing this girl, Ben? But I'm just, I'm more asking, how did she, how did she get you to commit? Because that's like, that. those, that's, Noah, me, and Jen all read this book, like trying to get guys to commit. We're trying to learn different techniques and tricks, literal tricks, to get a guy that you're seeing and casually spending time (laughs) with to commit. And let me tell you the, the things that I think that are supposed to work is that you don't sleep with them until they commit. Mm. You don't like let their yeah, penis into your vagina. No, that's not going to work. What? Really? That doesn't work, no. It doesn't work? No, because if someone's not sleeping with you, if you're not sleeping with them after like a good handful of dates, they're out. Mm, okay, well let me, let me, what about, what about you're like, I can't wait to bang you, but I just can't have sex outside of a relationship. What if a girl says that? Uh, and it's not to bait you into one. It just truly is like, I don't trust myself to not be able to handle a well, commitment so, from you if if we're having intercourse. Yeah. But we no, can do other stuff. I mean, if there's other stuff heavy, maybe. If it's other stuff, the, the scale's being tipped that way strong enough, I suppose it's possible, but I've never experienced it. So that would maybe keep you from being in a relationship with someone if they're yeah. withholding sex. Like, I mean, I'll, like, for example, not even, yeah, like, I, there was this gorgeous girl a couple years ago, a few years ago that I took out on three dates. Yeah. And only on the, like, first date, like, she clearly, like, didn't want to kiss. Second date, didn't want to kiss. Third date, a little peck on the lips. What? And I went in for, like, a second kiss, and she was like, whoa. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Oh, wow. Well, I also think you probably didn't like this girl that much. No, I like, she was, I mean, uh, really? I don't know. She was pretty. But you were like, I just can't do this, how I slow you're thought, going. Yeah, I, just, I started thinking, does she want us to just like free meals? Like, what's happening? Right, here? right, right. Like, why would you not? This is like, like. Did you even... ask her, like, what's, what, what's no. holding you back? Why are you so prude? Like, what's going on? I said, are you going to put out or what? <laughs> right. Kick her out of the car. <laughs> Give it to That's me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm no, I dating some people, and um, I don't think I would have sex unless they were my boyfriend. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I'm scared that I will have sex with them, and then I will fall in love with them, and then 
they will have gotten what they wanted. You fall in love based on sex? I mean, not all the time, but it's a risk because I don't have drunk sex, so it's pretty connected, you know, and to, like, actually let someone inside me in that way, like, I have to, like, really like them and, like, I don't know. And women are so different in that way. Yeah, I wish it wasn't that way, but... I. You know, I want to have, like, the guy that I'm kind of seeing now, like, I'm desperate to have sex with him, but I just don't trust it yet. Like, that he won't just bang me and be like, that's all I wanted, and now I got it, and I don't need it anymore. What has worked on me in the past is, like, is is, is a girl making me wait, like, a decent amount of time? Like, my ex-girlfriend, a couple ex-girlfriends ago, made me wait nine dates. Yeah. And then that was, like, effective. She had, like, a punch card. Yeah. (laughs) I got a free smoothie. Okay, nine dates is a lot. You just said that in a three-date, no kiss. I mean, that girl's different. we were doing all kinds of stuff in between. That's what I'm saying. Date one, we had, like, the best makeout session. We broke in, we snuck into my old high school. We went to the same high school. Oh, my God. And our first kiss was in the high school. And I was behind a desk in a classroom. Shut up. And she walked in. And we just instantly, without even speaking about it, went into like a teacher-student role play situation. Our oh first kiss was a teacher-student God. role play. It was the hottest first kiss possible. That is a dream scenario. Breaking into your old yeah. high school. It was oh amazing. Oh my God. Then we like made all these videos, making out in the hallways and running around. What? It was like crazy. Okay, well that's my point. Day. It's like, what if I'm bringing it in every other way besides yeah, the? That might work then. Like if I'm. A down for almost everything else so then what and I'm just holding that one thing back and it's not to bait you into a relationship it's just like I just don't want to get screwed on this deal right well so here's something that was said to me um, that worked was then after a certain amount of time of of having sex with somebody I was dating she said to me look I uh, I don't I'm not trying to like rush you or anything but would you just please tell me if you have sex with somebody else? Because I just think that's kind of gross, and I would like to know. Yeah. And so once and so once she said that, I had to agree to that, of course. And so then I was like, well, now if I have to tell her to have sex with somebody, I'm not going to be having sex with somebody else probably because it'll ruin this. Whoa. So then I was like, I may as well lock it up because I'm I'm not getting the benefits of having a girlfriend, but I'm also not banging anybody else. That is a good technique. That was a pretty good technique. Wow, girls, take note. <laughs> but so it you... still took like a couple months after that, but it definitely like put it on that track quicker. Yeah, because and like you normally don't wanna... I'm way faster to make somebody my girlfriend than this. And the reason I was different this time is because I've always been faster, and it's never worked out. And mm-hmm. I'm just like trying to change my pattern and see if it's different. To like really like take my time and like see if I. Really, before really you jump into, a relationship. I jump into a relationship, I mean, seven months—that's your one now. Like, that's how long it took. Right, and I also just had just gotten out of a bad breakup, and I was like, just, "Yeah, you I'm needed not some ready time to jump into a thing." Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I, I hate it when I'm like not having sex with people and we're hooking up and I have to be like, I don't have sex outside of a relationship because sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to. I don't want you to think that that's even on the table for you to be my boyfriend, but I'm just like, that's my rule, and we're not, so that's why it's not happening. But also, You can maybe. just say the phrase then, I don't have random sex, you could say. Oh, I don't have random sex. That's good. Or even you could be like, oh, I just don't have sex that often, like if it's not, I, I just like, it's not something that I oh, often do. Oh, that's a like, good I'll, solution. I've been saying that a lot to girls I wanted to bang, and I, I don't often like bang all the way through if yeah. I'm not like into somebody, but right. just do other stuff. And I was all the time, the girls would be like, oh, come on, put a condom in it, fuck me. And I'd be like, no, 
Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Why? I'm like, I just Oof. don't do that that often. I just like, we can do other stuff. I just don't do that. I kind of, I, I, I actually will say it might send you, but I'll say like, I have to keep something a little bit special. I have to keep yeah. something a little, a little separate. That, that feels really bad as a woman when you're like, you go, let's have sex. Like you feel like you're giving this gift and they're like, no. Yep. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> I'd rather have a stocking full of creams. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today. Tom, what do you got uh, plug-wise? I've got some fun stuff coming up. I'll be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati New Year's Eve uh, and the week leading up to it. And also, uh, January 13th at Union Hall in Brooklyn, we're we're doing a live Stand By Your Band Battle of the Bands with guest judge Nikki Glazer. Holy shit. Yeah, I'll be be there judging you all. Come out. (laughs) That is January 13th at Union Hall. Also, I'm going to be at Hilarities in Cleveland uh, next weekend. The 20th and 21st, I believe, are the dates. Hilarities in Cleveland. And then i am also got some other dates coming up. I got Brea. I got Providence, Rhode Island, Sacramento. Check them all at NikkiGlazer.com. And guys, if you enjoy the podcast, how about you get a SiriusXM subscription right now? You can do that by going to SiriusXM.com slash laugh. If you do slash laugh, that'll let them know that we sent you. And we want them to know that you signed up for Sirius because you want more You Up with Nikki Glazer. We do this show every morning for two hours, four days a week. That is so much content. And we really, you're, you're getting a lot of good stuff from the podcast, but there's a lot of stuff there's left on the cutting so room floor. More. There's so much more there's for you There's so to much have. more. Thank so you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Get your friends involved. Uh, put it on your Instagram stories. Tweet about it. We we need more listeners, and, and we appreciate you listening, Squirt Nation. We love you so much. Have a great, great week, and we'll see you next week on Friday. New episodes of this podcast every Friday, always. Uh, it's the You Up podcast. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.